Friday, happy Friday. Welcome to Bad Thought Therapy. I pray that you are not stressed, but you are blessed. You are blessed. You don't have to be stressed because stress, some stress, not all, some stress is optional. And so I hope that you are not stressed out, but know that you are blessed. Know that you are blessed and let God handle the rest. (laughs) Okay. Yes, I'm trying to rhyme. So Welcome to a new episode of Bad Thought Therapy. I'm Sheree Hardy. It's been another fantastic day in the neighborhood. I'm not going to complain. I shall not complain. And I found that when I look at all the good things in my life and I focus on that, I just navigate through life so differently. I just feel so much better. And sometimes it's a struggle, you know, sometimes it's really easy, but you have to find the good, you have to find the light, you have to find the positive, and you have to focus on that because life comes with, it just comes standard with problems. And sometimes those problems are big, sometimes they're small, sometimes they're medium-sized, but nevertheless, there is no way you can evade them. So it's all about not the problem, but how you respond. And attitude is so much, so much um, to everything. Your attitude and how you respond to things can be a matter of life and death. So I'm going to title this episode, Understanding the Copycat Spirit. What is a copycat spirit? Why do we have it? Do we all have it? Yes, we do. When I say a spirit, what I mean is that it is not something that's tangible. It's not something that's physical. Um, We are all spiritual beings. In fact, some people say we are spiritual beings having a human experience. So we are all spiritual beings. And there's a part of us that is this energy that is inside. And it is shaped and it changes. It's mutable. um, And it's we, we build it. We can tear it down. We can transform it with the Almighty's help. And it's about our attitude and our values and, you know, our sense of right and wrong and our emotions, our feelings and our thoughts. All of that is a part of the essence of your spirit. And you have to be very mindful of what's happening with your spirit because I'm one of those people, I believe that ultimately every single thing that we do and everything that happens to us has a spiritual root. It has a spiritual base. So I want to talk about this copycat spirit. Um, We're all born with it. It's imitation, you know, just for lack of a better word. I use copycat trying to be funny. But um, the copycat spirit, and I, the reason why I use that is because one time a guy told me, he said, be a cat, not a copycat. <laughs> I got so tickled by that, and it stuck with me, but he had a point. Be a cat and not a copycat. But here's the truth. We're all wired with this um, propensity to imitate, and sometimes that's a very good thing. We imitate, and I believe that this came from our, our survival, you know, from human evolution, we needed to survive. And can you imagine, even today, if you do not imitate certain behaviors, if you don't learn how to do these behaviors through imitation, 
how it can be a matter of life and death or it can be a matter of good health or bad health and those kinds of things. And so an example of that is how we're, you know, this is a part of us that we're supposed to imitate. It doesn't necessarily have to be bad. And I'm going to talk about a situation where it's bad and how we need to be mindful of what we're imitating. There's an article, story, news story, right out of my home state and in my home county, Volusia County of Florida. And a young lady, 11 years old, calls the police and she is supposed to be participating in this prank where you um, you call the police and say you've been kidnapped, somebody's been kidnapped, and it's all a lie, a hoax. And I thought to myself when I first saw it, she got that from Carly Russell. That that inspired. It's going to inspire some people. But and Carly Russell wasn't the first one to fake an abduction. She wasn't the first person to fake her own kidnapping. There are people who fake their death. There are people who have faked kidnapping long before Carly Russell. Her story got this extra attention, but. Um, anyway, apparently it's some kind of YouTube challenge, and, and y'all, we gotta really, we gotta really, really pray and watch our children because people just wake up in the morning and they come up with things that are so destructive, and the weakest of these, the weakest and the most naive, will fall prey. It's a snare. It's a trick. It's a pit. And the fact that people conjure up these things to trap people and to trick people and to snare them is sort of disheartening but like I said before problems come with life the devil comes with life too and you gotta know how to slay you gotta know how to slay you gotta know how to fight that battle so anyway but this is something that we have and I'm I've, I wanted to do an episode on this before because years ago I saw this documentary and this this came up recently a couple of new things in that's going on in society today and it, when more people do it, more people would do it because what they're doing is they're imitating, they're emulating those people. So, for example, you know, the suicide rate among young people is just going up and it's going up in populations where suicide was never really an issue. But what it is, is that spirit. It's a copycat spirit. You see so and so do it. Then next thing you know, somebody else is doing it. And especially now, because social media, people can publicize what they do, both bad and good. So now more people see it. You know, before somebody might have ended their lives, let's say over here in California, nobody in Florida would see that and know about that. But now a person can do something and they can be in, you know, all the way on the, in Greenland, in Greenland. And then we'll know about it, you know, depending on what it is. And so that that is something that people do. People, that is a spirit. You see it. And I, I wonder, I used to wonder, why would someone imitate something that's negative? But I realized that when people do negative things, they get attention. And, it, you know, my teacher, my fourth grade teacher, God bless her, Ms. Henrietta Moss Wright. When we were in fourth grade, the kids would be acting out, and she would say, "You just want attention." And I didn't, I didn't get it because I wanted attention too. But I didn't think that if I did something bad, I would get good attention. But she would say that, and as I, as I, and you know, I'm almost sixty now, and I realize now what she meant. Attention is a need. It is something that people crave. They want to be noticed, and if you don't work through that, it can really be a problem because now, you know, again, social media. People out here just doing everything to be seen and anything to be seen. And they've gone through some extremes 
okay? To get noticed, to get likes, to get people to see what they're doing, to follow them, follow them. And um, in the imitation, it's the imitation, it's the copycat spirit. Well, we need that imitation spirit, that copycat spirit, spirit for things that are a matter of life and death. We need to know how to survive. We need to know how to live. We need to know how to learn. Those are things that we should emulate. And it's good that many people do. You know, if your parent read books and you saw it all the time, you're more likely to read the books yourself. If your parent was somebody who worked out and exercised, you're probably more likely to do it. And, you know, you see where I'm going. So imitation is a good thing. Now, there was an interesting story in the news maybe like a month ago. And I think it was either in Central America or South America. Um, I think it was, I don't know. Anyway, but these children, it was a family on a plane. The plane crashed in the middle of nowhere, like in the wilderness. And the mother was injured and the children were um, not hurt that much. And, you know, they tried to stay with mom and everybody was trying to help each other out. But at some point, she told them to go on and seek out help. Don't worry about me. And those children survived. They were in like a remote part of the rainforest. And people from the outside were just astonished. But they had learned how to survive where they their environment. They knew what plants to eat, what not to eat, maybe how to avoid danger. And a lot of that is because of imitation. You know, you're seeing what your parents do and how they do it. And that's how we learn. We learn by observing and then we learn by doing ourselves. And so those children survived. They were weak. Um, but I don't think any of them had life-threatening um, injuries. But the mother did transition on. And so, but they survived and they were trying to figure out how could they have survived? Well, they had learned very young what to do and what not to do. And they imitated that behavior. And that's why imitation can be a good thing. Sometimes it, it doesn't matter if you imitate, you know, hairstyles, fashions. I remember when red bottom shoes were all the rage. <laughs> you know, I don't wear heels, so I don't got it. But uh, I haven't worn heels since I was in my 20s. So I, I, my toes cannot hurt. I don't have corns on my toes because I, I cannot have my toes. And heels always hurt my feet. I don't know why. So, but anyway, um, you see somebody else wear it. That person looks good. You know, you see a certain clothing on, a dress. We're imitators. So when you're trying to figure out why are some of these issues happening, it's because of imitation. Same thing with what you watch. You have to be careful because if you're watching it and you don't have a high sensitivity, spiritual sensitivity, you're watching it and you might, you could be mindlessly just following things. There are trends, you know, some people have joked about it. Some people have had more serious conversations. Why is there this increase in transgenderism? You know, a lot of, you know, why does it keep happening? And it's because it's really imitation. People see it. They, you know, now what's happening, what's going to eventually happen is because some of this stuff is going to backfire because it goes against the human body. And so um, just be mindful that you're going to see more of it because people are imitating. And what they imitate really a lot of times, and this is what I want to talk about, is the illusion. You see, because a lot of times we're imitating something and we're seeing the surface of it. And that's why we got to be mindful about what we imitate and what we emulate, what we follow, because we're only seeing the surface. There is a lot that goes behind what we see. You know, just like an athlete, you know, you might see them make a touchdown or you might see them dunk a ball, but you don't see, you know, tens and thousands of hours that they have practiced and they have 
sweated and they have bled and they have, you know, had to soak their bodies in ice because of the pain, we see just the glory of the, you know, of the, the wind, you know. So you got to understand that that's a part of it. And that's the same thing with success. You could be looking out your window and, and it can look like somebody's successful and they are successful. But there's so many layers to it and there's so many things behind the scene that you don't see. And because you don't see those things, you ha- you might fall in love with that illusion. And that's what's going to happen with trans, trans, I can't even say the word, transgenderism. You're going to see an illusion. And then, you know, and people are dying now, you know, from, from this stuff. And no one's really talking about it. And the same thing, just um, another article. You know, I live with my eyes wide open. I use these articles. But there was a story of a, a young man that had like multiple um, cosmetic surgeries and just died from all the complications of not being able to learn how, because it is something you have to learn how to love yourself. You have to learn how to appreciate you. As a child, people may love you, they may care for you, and they may say, I love you unconditionally, and you grow and you change, and, and we have to, and we have to, re, you know, you have to fall in love with yourself again because you change, you know, your body can change, situations can change, and so you have to learn how to do that, but it's called imitation. Um, same thing with crime. You know, you wonder why is there an uptick in certain crimes. I remember, I don't know what movie it was, but in the movie, somebody had stolen an ATM. They're trying to get the money out of the ATM. And for a while, you had people just snatching ATMs out the wall, you know, and trying to steal an ATMs because they were imitating what they saw in a movie without knowing all the details, without, but that inspired them. And that's what's scary is because we can, we, imit, we can imitate good because imitation is a choice. You can imitate the good, but some people imitate the bad. You know, everybody knows what happens when you use certain chemicals, alcohol and drugs. People are dying. People are, you know, DUIs, you know, all these different things. It's very painful because I've seen it up close and personal and it's very, very painful. And you think, well, a person would just say, I'm not going to drink at all. I'm not going to follow that. And I know it's a disease and I know I'm simplifying it. But at the same time, you think, how would a person even get started with this? Because all you see is destruction. There is no successful alcohol. They may have a moment or two, but there's no such thing. And then it it becomes this vicious cycle. You know, my pastor years ago, this had to be like 20 years ago, he made a simple comment one day when he was preaching. He said, many times people feel bad because they do bad. You know, and it it is something too that is like you do something that's really stopping you from getting out of your hole. And then when you do it, you get deeper in the hole. And you just keep that weird cycle going and going and going until you're gone, you know, until everything is gone. And it's because of imitation and you have to be aware, why am I following this? I already know the outcome. You know, I'll never forget, I, um, this was back in the day when, you know, you could drop kids off and everything. And one of my students was, oh, she just kind of randomly asked me to drop her off. I said, okay, no problem. You know, she lived close to the school. And I saw why she wanted me to drop her off because, the, the you know, her area was rough. I'm going to be honest. It was the bluff. And I just saw this, you know, just openly destitution and drug use and poverty and, and just the worst of it. I'm like, this baby has to go through this. And so 
and walk through this. And yeah, I'm just concerned. She might have missed the bus that day. Maybe that's what it was. And I remember just crying and calling my sister Tiffany. I was just crying. I was like, Lord, help me, Tiffany. Why is it? Because what I kept thinking was, why would anybody else want to use crack? If if a hundred people get in line and they use something and they end up losing everything, they can't get a job, they can't drive a car, they don't have any money, they don't, they can't have, you know, they they're not happy at all. You know, you just why would anybody get in line? So by by the time you're the hundredth person in line and 99 people in front of you have fallen because of that, why would you then be the hundredth person to follow that? But that's because this is why I want to talk about this. We that is a part of our human nature. The copycat spirit or this this propensity to imitate is in us, and sometimes we're imitating the wrong things, and we need to resist. We need to fight. It's a fight. We need to resist, and we need to fight because before you know it, you're emulating, and then you get the same consequences that come that those other people got before you. So you really really want to watch what you're doing now imitation could be a good thing i know y'all remember when michelle obama made this comment she said when they go low we go high you know and i heard people imitating that i heard people saying that over and over repeating that as a form of imitation and i loved it and there's so many other good things that we can see i've had students and their parents didn't have a high school diploma and maybe their older siblings didn't get a high school diploma but they got it and once they got that high school diploma Everyone after that person got a high school diploma. And then this one family that I'm thinking of, everybody, the, the guy that I taught, he got his high school diploma. He went to college, he graduated. Everybody after him in that family, they got up, they went, they finished high school, they finished college. That's because imitation can be a good thing. You can imitate something that's good. It's like activism. You see people out here and they are generally trying to solve problems and other people join them and they imitate that effort you know you've had your great um you know activists like uh, uh martin luther king and Wangari matai in kenya as an environmentalist and activist and people just emulate that we have examples to follow follow those good examples do not follow the bad ones because you will get the consequences that they have gotten so you want to watch that i ask myself When I heard about the 11-year-old girl, I said, okay, where does this come from? Because we just had a national case of someone faking an abduction, was she imitating this or did the whole prank or the whole challenge? I wish somebody would do a do-your-homework challenge or learn more challenge or read a fact challenge every day. Why we can't create that? Another thing about imitation that's very powerful You know, when I'm watching the news and people get so heated with their ideas, you know, you take some of the most controversial issues like abortion or non-heterosexual behavior or you you take, um, you know, you can go into politics and economics. You can take any subject. And what's deep is that instead of arguing, what I've always wondered is why don't people just produce an example and you make that example look so good, you will have people follow it. So, you know, we've had this trend where people, you know, have talked about the nuclear family. It take all of us are here because we're male and female. Therefore, you know, people should marry. It should be a man and a woman, blah, blah, blah. 
I'm telling you right now, if if people, if married people would just make marriage look so good and having children look so beautiful, you would have more people do that. Men and women would marry, they would have children, and they would just, it would be so beautiful. Now, many people are doing it, but again, I don't know what's going on with the media. You don't see it as much. It's not as mainstream as much, but I can guarantee you that when it is, um, when you put something out there that's beautiful, people will follow People will, you you want people to start marrying a certain way. Let me tell you, you put the, the best out there. That's all you got to do is put the best out there. Certain hairstyle or certain, you know, people have come to me and, you know, told me that they were vegan or tried to. Now, most people who look healthy, they don't come to me and tell me about their eating habits. But um, the, the people that, and I've had people come to me and talk about vegan and, and, you know, eating a certain way. And I'm just going to be honest, they look unhealthy. So whatever they're doing, I would think in my mind, I don't want to do that. Now, then every now and then you meet a person and they look so healthy. We don't know about, you know, health is is one of those mysteries because they could not be healthy, but they look so healthy. You want to eat. I, I, You know what? I'm going to talk about this movie. I'm watching the South African movie. I won't say the title now. And the people look so beautiful. I was like, you know what? What are they eating? And I literally looked up the diet for that country. Yes, the South African movie of South Africa. I literally looked up the, the diet for South Africa. Because the people look so beautiful. I was like, wow. And that's what you do. You present something that's beautiful. And you have that to follow. And we got to do that for our young people. This is why our young people are so long. Now, I got to give you a warning. Because when you don't imitate everybody else in a certain environment, you become an anomaly. You become an oddball. You become a black sheep. You know, I know people who literally are upset because somebody didn't imitate them. And they wanted somebody to imitate them, and they didn't. And they're mad because, oh, you never listened, you never followed me. Nope, that's why I'm alive. Because the people that did, the person that did follow you and and listen to you and follow some of your distorted counseling, that person is no longer here in their body on this side. And that's because sometimes you have to refuse to imitate. You have to refuse to follow. Now, you don't have to be disrespectful with it. You don't have to blast people. I just say you go another way. But just know that sometimes you're not imitating. I remember um, there's, you know, is a person who very confident with their clothes and just wear what they want to wear. Everybody's wearing a certain thing. You wear something else. People are like, why you got that on? Because I want to. Because it feels good when I wear this. You know, I went natural. My hair is natural. And it's now it's kind of grown out a lot. Even though I add extensions. But my hair is pretty long now. But I remember when I, I was going through a rough patch. Because I went natural. And I didn't know how to care for my hair. And I didn't have the products. I didn't understand it. And people would just tell me like, you know, you need to put on a wig. or And then, it, but then I was wearing my hair the way some people wear their hair now. Like I would just wear my hair. I cut my hair off. And I would just kind of wear it like in a short little area. I would twist it and loosen the twist. And I remember one of my students, this was this was a while ago, because this was literally like 20 years ago when I went natural. She said, you know what? Said, everybody else can't do that. You look good with that. Everybody else can't do that. You know, because but I was confident in my hair. I love my hair. And thank God for Chris Rock, who came out with bad hair, a good hair, excuse me. He came out with good hair. And I remember having a conversation with someone before they had seen the documentary or before they went natural. And they were like, well, they want people to wear their hair nappy and 
But they talk about not wearing no, get no perm because this person got a perm. But guess what? They're natural now. They don't put that chemical in their hair because what it does is it, it, it's been linked to things like miscarriages and fibroid tumors. And they got it, you know, like seven years later, but they got it. And so they didn't want to imitate me, you know, but they imitated somebody because guess what? They were able to stop using those products and now they have a child and, you know, all of that stuff. So it, it really helps when you, when you have to, when you decide not to imitate, just know you have to be confident in who you are. And well, again, that spiritual work, because I was going natural and I didn't care. Like it got, now it, it would be bothering me sometimes, but then after a certain point, I didn't care. And when I went natural, of all places in Atlanta, and maybe I was just limited into where I was going, I didn't see a lot of natural women in Atlanta, which is the city is predominantly black. So I was natural when I was, I'm going to say a good only 20% of women were natural. Now, now it's a good 50%. Like most women that I work with today, I I bet you not one of them. Well, I can't say not one. I would say no more than maybe three women have a relaxing their hair. They don't even do that. And so, you know, your secret prayers or your secret weapons, you have to ask God to expose things because long before my daughter, she has this list of things that I predicted. And the list is pretty long, but I, I kept saying this stuff is causing cancer. The reason why I went natural and I stopped imitating everybody else is because the chemical hurt. And that's what happens a lot of times. And I'm, I marvel at this. People will Im- imitate and they will have that coffee cat spirit to their own detriment. Like they're doing something that literally causes them pain, pain in their body, pain in their mind, pain in their spirit, but they'll keep doing it just to follow somebody else. And so with that hair thing, that stuff was burning my scalp. One time I went to the salon and I asked the lady to give me some streaks and I don't know what chemical she used. It's amazing I'm breathing because the stuff stinged my lungs. I couldn't breathe. The stuff was so toxic. And I said, no. And it's the same thing with things like nails. You know, I love to see people's nails, but I marvel if they went into a salon because the smell would knock me out, you know. And I can't imitate that, even though I would love to have those beautiful colors and designs. But the problem is it hurts. And it's like that with so many other things. You can name some sets. You can just think about it. Why are people imitating? It's hurting them. You know, just like crime. You have people that imitate. You know, you have these copycat killers. Literally. And then the copycat killers, they get the death penalty too. And you're wondering why. But the reason why this exists, and I just want to say this because I want to give you the life lesson, is that that is a part of our humanity. We were wired to imitate. And we... We have the choice. This is the beautiful thing a gift of God has given us, his choice. We have the choice not to imitate negative things. We have to be mindful because sometimes I believe that it can be on a subconscious level. There was another little weird article. You know, I just, we, I said I'm going to start something called Wacky Wednesday. This is something I did with my students. And every Wednesday I would read, because I, I read so much and I read these articles, I would just see the most bizarre news stories. And I would say, okay, on Wednesdays, I'm just going to share them. And get. And really what I was trying to do was inspire my students to read. You know, I saw this in the newspaper and I saw this in a magazine. And some of them really started trying to read. But this one little story was the lady was walking somewhere in a park with her children. And she saw this wicker box. And she's kept noticing, why is the box moving? 
So when she got closer to it, it was all these little puppies in there. And people have, you know, that's another trend, people going out and getting these animals. And then some people love their animals and just, you know, embrace that animal culture. Even though I always joke, they will never be able to go in the refrigerator and give you a glass of water. But people got to get their affection somewhere. If you need affection, you got to get it somewhere. So, but some people, this is a trend. They go out there because people have these dogs and they make it look so cute and sweet and they walk in their dog. But then they go out and get it and you will find dogs all over where they've been dropped off. And that's because they started the imitation, but they couldn't keep up with it. Some people do it and they love it. But some people, you know, and that was the case. It was like about five or six little puppies. And they were, they almost died because, you know, it's hot. Everywhere it's hot. And then they didn't have any water. And I don't know how they get the milk because they're mammals, right? So I don't know how that works. If the mother is not there, how they're being fed and what do you do in a situation like that? But that's because... People go out there and they get these dogs and they think they can handle it and they can. And, you know, and again, some people love it, you know, but some people can't. But again, it's imitation. So you got to decide you're not going to follow because following can lead to so much pain. And just you just got to be gangster and make up your mind. I'm not going to do something that's going to cause me pain. I'm not going to do something that does not best fit my needs. Well, ladies and gentlemen, time went by so fast. The red light is on. So that means I'm going to have a couple more seconds. I hope this made you think about the copycat spirit, which is simply the propensity to imitate, which we all have. And you just have to be aware of it, that you're not following something negative. Well, peace and abundant blessings to you. Have a beautiful evening. Take care. Bye-bye.